Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. If we burn ourselves, we cannot heal that burn if we are still on the flame, right? That would be silly to put salve on a burn and then put our hand right back on that stove. The same is true for healing our bodies. If you've changed the way you eat and are moving your body daily but still lacking that energy and in constant pain and you can't lose the weight, then maybe it's time to remove your hand from the fire. If this is something you need help with, go to transformingwomenshealth.com and click on Vitality Accelerator. We are helping women boost their body's natural detox, accelerate fat loss with ease, and reverse aging naturally. Why are we offering this? Well, number one, community. We are 95% more likely to achieve our health goals when we are surrounded by like-minded women. Genes are not our destiny. We know through these steps we can prevent and reverse chronic disease. No more guesswork and no more gimmicks. We know working with an expert coach gets us results faster with simple lifestyle changes. And lastly, the new normal. This last year has taught us how important our health is. Now is the time to revitalize. Check us out at transformingwomenshealth.com and click on Vitality Accelerator. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Toxin Terminator. I am so excited to have you guys here today. We have quite the show for you today because we're really going to dig into how food heals the body. And I know we hear this all the time that food, let food be thy medicine, but we're going to do a, a little bit of a deeper dive into food healing the body and really look at emotions. Um, this is a new one for me with my guest today. But remember, we are in the two year anniversary this month. Woo-woo, I'm so excited. And because it's the two-year anniversary, what I'm asking you guys to do is get out there and rate and review this podcast. Now, you have to be doing this through iTunes, so if you're listening and watching through there, please make sure you make a comment in there and rate and review that. And what I'm doing is I'm reading your reviews live on the podcast, and if I read your review, you're also going to get from me a free one-hour consult where I'm going to help go through your house room by room and identify those hidden toxins and make your home a safer, more healthy place for you. So today's review is by Jojo Bo 2019. Now, if you know who you are, please make sure you message me so I can get you your free one hour consult. And here's the review. There is something so freeing about taking control of your life and health, but often we simply don't know where to look or we have never seen or heard the information. This podcast is an eye-opener to the most pertinent information for both your long-lasting and current health. I love it. Thank you so much. Now, my guest today 
is the one and only Allison Melody. Allison, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you with us. So happy to be here. Thank you, Amy. Oh, you bet. Now, Allison is an echo entrepreneur with a passion for film, fitness, and food. She is a podcast host. So if you haven't checked it out, go to Food Heals Podcast. She is a film producer, an author, and an international speaker. And I couldn't be more thrilled to have you coming on the show today. I'm thrilled to be here. I love using StreamYard. You look radiant. I feel like we're in the same room together. This is awesome. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Now, Allison and I met at, oh my gosh, I think it was one of the podcast movement. um, Was it Evolutions in LA? Yep. Yep. It was the evolutions and just hit it off because obviously we're in the same space with each other. Um, We have so many um, mutual friends uh, through the podcasting world. And I'm just thrilled to have you be um, here to share your knowledge with our audience today because boy, have you got quite a story. And I know there's a big story behind why you even got into being a podcast host yourself. If you don't mind sharing, I'd love for our audience to hear that. Of course, no problem. It was so wonderful to meet you at Podcast Women. As soon as you started talking about toxins, I was like, this is my person. (laughs) (laughs) My tribe. Yes. Um, So yeah, well, um, I never intended to get into the world of nutrition or detox. That was not never my path. When I was growing up, I was going to be a Hollywood filmmaker. And then life happens (laughs) and it changes your path. And so Briefly, what happened to me was when I was growing up, my mother had multiple sclerosis, which is an autoimmune condition where they say the immune system is essentially attacking itself. And so she would have problems with her hands and feet. They would be numb and tingly and painful. And then when I went to college, it got severely worse. And then all of a sudden, she lost a lot of weight and was in a lot of pain, um, taking a lot of painkillers for her MS. And then we got a new diagnosis, which was cancer. Now, everyone I know is terrible. I was in college. It was just devastating. Nothing horrible. You know, I was so young and innocent at that time. Nothing horrible had ever happened to me. So this was a complete shock. And um, we went to the doctor and we tried to figure out, well, what was the um, cause of the cancer? Well, we don't know. Well, where is the cancer? Well, it's everywhere. Well, what type of cancer is it? Well, we can't figure that out. And so it was just a mystery, um, right. but, but she was terminally ill and dying. And so we did all of the things they recommended, the chemo, the radiation, a minor surgery, and nothing helped. In fact, I watched her go from still being my vibrant mother to being a just a shell of her former self. And so multiple sclerosis plus cancer just took her down, took her down fast. We mm-hmm. knew nothing about nutrition at Mm -hmm. this time. And Mm -hmm. so in 2004, I lost my mother to cancer and then cut to 2006. My father was diagnosed this time. They had the, um, the, they knew what type of cancer it was. It was, um, uh, liver and Mm, that made a little more sense because you're like, okay, well, he drinks and smokes, you know, I don't know. But it it made a little more sense that there was a cause, but there was still no solution. And there was no cure. And nutrition was never a factor. So I asked the same oncologist who treated both my mother and father, does Mm -hmm. nutrition matter? And he said, no. And we said, okay, thank you very much. We'll keep doing the treatments you recommend. And by the time I was 25 years old, I lost both of my parents to battles with cancer and 
it just set me on the path I'm on today, which is to learn and teach about the healing power of nutrition and the fact that I didn't know back then that we did not know, which is the body is designed to heal itself when given right. the tools that it needs to do so. And that's what I'm here to shout from the rooftops because now that <laughs> I know better, I want everyone to know. So what happened to my family doesn't happen have to happen to yours. Well, and, and what a, a heart-wrenching story to lose both of your parents um, and, and at such a young age. Um, you know, as a grandma, you know, the mama bears coming out in me and I, I you know, I, I just, my mind goes to all those places where, oh, you know, you just want your mom or your dad, you know, to be a part of it's, it's so sad. I lost my mom to cancer when I was 10 years old. And at the time when I lost my mom, no one else had even talked about cancer. This was back in the seventies. So this was such a rare term. And today what is so sad is that here we have cancer is such a common term. Everyone can raise their hand if you ask and if you've been affected by cancer. Um, and well, but cancer is a 90 to 95% preventable disease through lifestyle choices. So I'm so glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're having something positive coming out of this experience with your parents. So I appreciate you being vulnerable. Thank you so much. And yeah, I mean, it's been the biggest learning lesson of my life. And like you said, it's a lifestyle-based disease. And most people don't believe or know that um, most chronic diseases are completely reversible and preventable by diet, nutrition, lifestyle, beliefs, what you think every day, what you eat every day. And when you are awakened, you can't look back. And now all I do <laughs> yeah. is, is interview more and more people who have completely changed their life completely reversed, whether it's acne or stage four cancer, they've reversed it by Absolutely. mind, body, spirit, medicine. So you get me. They detox I, just like you teach. <laughs> it's, and, and it is. And, and the thing is, is I've been interviewing people. Every single one of them has a story. We all got into the space that we're in because we've personally experienced and have a story of recovery and rejuvenation and healing uh, of the body, mind, and spirit. And um, I really want to dig into the emotional side because I think people don't understand what our emotion, our emotional health, how that really affects the physical health. Can you kind of address even just what we see between those connections? Yeah. So let me back up a little bit and give a little context for how I got to realizing the emotional effects of food and our relationships oh. to food. So um, just so I can, it'll fully make sense. But so when I discovered the truth about nutrition has the ability to kill us or heal us, I realized I had to choose healing foods every day. So I learned from doctors like Dr. Mc, like Dr. Greger, um, who mm -hmm. basically looks at all the science and then makes it accessible for people like us who don't want to read the studies and science, <laughs> you know, Dr. Neil Barnard. And what they have found is that 100% the most anti-cancer diet that exists is a plant-based diet. And so I went plant-based. And let me okay. tell you, that physically, it changed my life. It changed my body. Haven't had a pimple since, almost never get sick. Very, very healthy. I thrive on the plant-based diet. And I recommend it to anyone who is looking to feel better, to look better, and to experience a massive shift. 
But what I didn't realize was one missing component was that I was dealing with the physical side, what I was eating and putting in my body, but I wasn't dealing with the emotional side. And what we eat also can trigger or not trigger emotions. And so I was like, oh, I'm vegan now. I should feel amazing every day. Well, my body felt amazing, but my mind was still in chaos because no one taught me about grief or that there were stages of grief and I needed to cry and let it out every day. And so what do we do when we don't have an outlet for the things we're holding inside? Well, two things. A lot of us, we either starve Mm -hmm. ourselves or we overeat. And so there are all of these people who are suffering from either emotional eating, overeating, you know, eating when they're sad or in trauma or reframing from eating. Okay. And I don't care what it is. If you don't eat, if you eat too much, if you eat when you're sad, it all means one thing. You are trying to suppress a feeling that you don't want to feel. Mm. Let me, yeah, let me Mm. say it again. If you overeat, if you don't eat, if you emotionally eat, you are trying to suppress a feeling you don't want to feel. So the only way to stop, it's not changing your diet. It's not placing restrictions on yourself. It's not, um, you know, taking some challenge where you can only eat lettuce every day. It is literally (laughs) sitting down, right? And writing in a food journal and deciding for yourself. Every time I have a craving, when I know I'm not physically hungry, like I'm not about to, you know, it's not dinner time or I'm about to to gorge on something I don't need to because I'm sad. Look, Ben and Jerry's after a breakup, fine, do it. But after that, (laughs) when you pick yourself up, you can't do that every day, right? So you got to go do that food journal and write down what the F is going on. And you've got to work through the emotions. And when you do that combined with what was for me was the plant-based diet, whatever diet is for you that you find is the perfect diet for you. When you combine that with the emotional healings, that is when you can truly start the healing process because healing includes healing your grief, healing your sadness. And just because you haven't been through a massive trauma, we've all got traumas. Even if you were, you know, on this playground made fun of as a kid, that could be a trauma you're still carrying with you and you don't even know it. So we got to let all of that go. So we have to honor our traumas and not eat through the traumas, right? (laughs) Oh, that is so true. And, and I just posted up from, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember whose post it was, but, um, uh, I, I can't remember. If, I think it was Dr. Mark Hyman. He had posted up a, a graphic about um, when you know, insulin levels and blood sugar levels and, you know, sugar cravings is what the whole post was about that we there's, you know, four reasons why we have those sugar crazy cravings and emotional eating is one of them, um, you know, and, and it's like this vicious cycle. And if we don't look at the root, we're all going to the root causes, right? We want to go and find out. You wanted to know why did my parents get cancer? What was the root cause of this? And it's lifestyle. You know, whether we want to admit it or not, it's lifestyle, right? 100%. Uh, I just love that. And, And here's the thing. I think our audience just needs to understand that with all the events happening around the world, and I'm not even talking about the pandemic. Let's talk about what's happening in Afghanistan. There's so much emotional trauma that's occurring when we've got, you know, Black Lives Matters and we have, you know, all this stuff 
in this world and the you know it's just creating this emotional trauma and people not being able to hug we talked about this before we went live um you know you just went to a live event where people are like yes yes <laughs> i get to see you and hug you i was at a coffee this morning um i live in a i i know i'm an old lady a 55 plus community and they're like I get to hug you. And I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> you know, so let's talk about, and I know I just rattled off a lot of stuff there and that's just kind of what we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I really want to look at how do, is there specific foods? I mean, we're talking about getting to the root of the emotion. You talked about journaling. What else can we do? to really help release those emotions that we're, we're keeping trapped inside of us? There's a few things that I recommend. And the first is more um, of a physical nature. And then I'll go into the ones that are more like a spiritual nature. The first one is, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, to determine what exactly your body needs. Because my body is different from your body. We have different blood types. We have different genomes. We have different nutrients on our soil. We live in different places. There's no way that the diet that works for me is going to work perfectly for Amy is going to work perfectly for you, right? So if anyone tells you there's a perfect diet, no, it works for some people. It's not going to work for everyone. <laughs> So how do you determine the first perfect diet for you? You go to a functional medicine practitioner. What they're going to do is they're going to test your blood, your stool, your spit, your hair, your skin. Like they test everything. Then you find out, oh, these hormones are out of balance. Let's get them back into balance. Oh, these are your food allergies and these are your food sensitivities. So if you have an allergy, mm -hmm. it's something you want to avoid for a while. If it's a sensitivity, only you want to have it every three days, something like that. And you might have a sensitivity to something that you consider a health food, such as an avocado or a nut or oh, something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. So it's not only like, oh, I have to eliminate like sugar or whatever. You have to eliminate what you, your body doesn't process that maybe mine does. Most, most, right. most of the population does not process dairy at all. I think it's something like 99%. So you got to find out what it is for you so that you can create right. the perfect diet for yourself. So that's step one. Now, okay. what are the emotional exercises and spiritual exercises you can do? So many, but I'll, I'll try to keep it brief. And if you want more, I'll give you more. Oh. Lay, lay it on us. All right. So write and burn. This is an excellent exercise. Write and burn. So Love let's it. let's say, okay, picture this, Amy. You're driving down the highway and someone cuts you off right in front of you and they're like driving and you're like, oh, you a-hole, blah, blah, blah. You're like yelling. Okay. <laughs> Are you really mad at that guy in traffic? No. No. You're mad about something else. It's something mm -hmm. you're holding inside. So every time I'm mad at the outside world or frustrated with some a-hole or whatever, doesn't mean they're not an a-hole, but it means I've got some work to do. So what do I need to do? I need to go home and write and burn. So then I go, oh, that guy, I write, write. No one's going to read this. Do this privately. Don't write in a journal. You're not going to keep this. This is to burn. So I'm going to write in my journal like, oh, that guy cut me off in traffic. And then why does that make me so mad? Oh, God, reminds me of this guy. And this guy was the one in high school who did this to me. It reminds me of my father or my, you know, sister or whatever. All of a sudden it starts to come out of you like what you're really upset about. Sometimes, you know, and sometimes it's subconscious and you don't know. Mm -hmm. but you just mm -hmm. write, 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 write. And you can write anything. No one's ever going to read this. So you want to be as comprehensive as yourself as possible. Write, write, write. You can curse. I don't care. Get it out of your body. Get it out of your energy, right? Right. And, right. You get it. And what this does 
is this allows it to remove itself from you and allows the healing energy to come in and take its place. But you got to get it out first because we're holding on to it. That's what causes us to yell at the guy in traffic, to overeat, to try to control our surroundings by not mm -hmm. eating, whatever it might be. Then you're going to take the paper, crumble it up, and you're going to burn it. You're going to light mm -hmm. that bitch on fire, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So now you have released that energy from your body and you're one step up higher on the healing ladder. Does that mean that issue will never come up again? No. Does that mean that that issue is going to come up again and you might be a little lighter about it? Yeah. Does that mean you might have to write and burn again? Yeah. But once you do this enough, stuff stops bothering you. You start healing the original cause of that angst, that anger, mm. that sadness, whatever it might be. So I love writing and burning. <laughs> Toxins are the number one contributor to disease and inflammation in the body, but where are they? It's confusing, overwhelming, and downright exhausting. Grab my free ebook at bit.ly TWH Blacklist, where I'm going to walk you through the kitchen, the laundry room, the bathroom, and the bedroom, giving you exactly what to avoid. That is such a great tool to use. And I love that you say, keep writing, keep writing. I remember when I started journaling at the beginning, it's the surface stuff, you know, but yes. as you just keep writing, trust me when I say it's going to come out, it's going to surface itself eventually. So um, I really like that. And then the burning is the releasing because emotions are energy. This yes. is all energy and it needs to move. We need, you know, and I like that you, you talked about when we burn it and release, now we're giving space. We're holding space for that new cleansing energy to come in. Yes. Oh, just beautiful. <laughs> just beautiful. I love that. So what else can we do? Right and burn. Okay. So right and burn is my favorite. Um, I also like meditation and especially guided meditation. A lot of people think I can't meditate because I can't sit still. Well, the reason you can't sit still is because your mind is going on overload, right? And you're like in anxiety mode, right? I get it. I, I live it. We all, you're not alone if you feel that way. So then don't right. sit in silence and sit and worry. Do something guided because something guided will guide you through getting yourself out of those thought processes. And so I love guided meditations, the Meditation for Women podcast, Katie Kremitzos, Incandescent, Marissa Iman. Those are two of my favorites, but you can look up on mm. your own. You can go on YouTube and guided meditation will help you get out of your head and into your center. And that is the place that we can heal from. That is the place where we can really feel something and make a shift and make a change. And these are great to do before going to sleep because most people that I talk to and myself included report that they could have a great day, but then at night it's the anxiety monster that won't let them sleep. And right. instead of popping a pill, which can then <laughs> literally lead to all the chronic conditions that we're talking about, right? Um, right? You could do guided meditation as you fall asleep and you fall asleep to something really, really beautiful. And that sets up you for sets you up for success the next day. And each time again, you're just up the healing ladder a little bit more. Yep. Uh, I just love that. And I really like um, also keeping a little notebook beside the, the nightstand. So if I'm really having trouble getting the thoughts out of the head, I could just sit up, make a few notes. Now I've gotten it out of my head and onto the paper and I can, you know, go back and lay down and do that kind of mindfulness breath work to really get myself into that relaxed state to go to sleep. I like that. 
Absolutely. Yep. And just breath work, like you said, um, you can do really intense breath work like Kundalini yoga that will put you into a new state instantly. You'll be amazed at how you feel breath work and Kundalini yoga. And then I dance it out. So y'all <laughs> might not like my girl, but T Swift. Okay. Shake it off. I play that song and I shake off the day. I shake off the issue, whatever it is that's in my brain that I'm worried about. I physically shake it out of my body and I'm dancing around my house. My dog's like, what's happening. She's shaking it <laughs> off. Right. But like, oh, what mom's is dancing again? <laughs> yeah. Here she goes. She's like, what do we do now? Are we going outside? What's going on? But whatever your song is, find your song that you can shake it off to, that you can dance it out to. And that physical, everything emotional is physical as well. We mm -hmm. hold emotion in our physical beings. We hold it in our fat cells. Like you want to mm -hmm. get thin, you want to lose weight, detox your mind at the same time as your body, right? <laughs> Let go of those toxic thoughts and all the negativity you're holding against others, against yourself, against your past, whatever it might be. That's the real secret to weight loss, right? I'm sure you would agree. It's like, because yes. you teach detoxing, well, you have to detox more than just our bodies. We have to detox everything, our mind, body, spirit. And so I dance it off and I, I detox that way. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I also do, uh, my husband is a big one for taking a shower at the end of the day so that you can wash off the day. Mm. It's kind of a cleansing, you know, uh, release. And, and I really do like that as well. I like to shake it off. I used to run to that song. Yeah. <laughs> Shake. So now I've got it in my head. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So got, no, 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 no. Shake it off. Breath work, guided meditation, uh, write and burn it. These are all ways to release those emotions so that we don't get them trapped. You know, the liver is one of the biggest organs you talked about also being held in our fat cells. If we're having trouble losing weight, that's certainly something we want to take a look at. Are there other things that we can do? To release those emotions. Yeah, I mean, it's really what resonates with you. And so we just yeah. listed a bunch of things. And if you're like, I mean, one of my best friends, she will not, she refuses to meditate. And I'm like, all right, so what's your process? Hers is, she lives across from the beach. She goes and watch, watches the sunset every night. It's kind of like your oh. husband's shower. It's a yeah. reset. It's a refresh. And so... Take everything we're saying today and make it your own. But like, what is it that brings you joy? I love singing and dancing. So even if I'm by <laughs> myself, that will bring me joy. And that gets me out of my head, out of my anxiety, out of my depression, because we mm -hmm. have to be in the moment. So whatever mm -hmm. can bring you into the present moment and out of future tripping, which is anxiety, right. or looking back at the past, which is depression, that is what you got to do. And that will heal the emotions. If you want to do really deep work, if you have really deep trauma, I would mm -hmm. definitely recommend some trauma therapy with a professional. But if you're just yeah. at home and you're like, I can do this myself, I believe that you can do it. I've had massive trauma and I've done most of this on my own, um, but I'm absolutely not opposed when you need to get some yes. extra help, absolutely go for it. But you know, there's all of these other healing modalities like psychedelics that they're using for PTSD and all mm -hmm. these things overseen by doctors. So look and see if that's an option for you. Um, and when you change your food and you change your mindset, you will change your life. Just like when you detox, Amy, like that's right. how you change your life. Right. Yes, absolutely. And um, there was something that you were talking about um, 
with the, you know, releasing of the emotions and the detoxing, and now it just escaped me. So are there, um, you know, we know how sugar causes inflammation in the body, right? So if it's causing inflammation in the body, I have to believe that it's also causing inflammation for the emotions, right? Um, are there certain foods that we want to avoid or add more in? I really like the idea of adding and building upon. Yeah. So you can literally look up or Google mood boosting foods. And these are the foods that are specifically designed, or I don't know, they have the capacity to boost your mood um, as opposed to things that might take away. Now, if there's a chart you can download online, just look this up, um, alkaline versus acidic foods. All the alkaline foods are basically things that will boost your mood, boost your productivity, make you feel better and reduce inflammation. Everything on the more acidic side are the things that are more likely to lead to inflammation and bad moods and all of that. Now, that being said, that chart is a perfect baseline to start at. But again, when you go to your functional practitioner and you find out Mm -hmm. what foods you're allergic to and sensitive to, you know, compensate for that. But essentially, that's a great place to start because the more alkaline your body is, the less likely it is for disease to thrive or survive. The more acidic we are, and toxic thoughts can make us acidic as well. Toxic foods make us acidic. Toxic um, cleaning products in your house make us acidic. So we want to be more on the alkaline side because that's where sickness cannot thrive. Um, But like things like sugar, like you mentioned sugar. Mm -hmm. Sugar feeds tumors. So if you want to starve a tumor, you got to be sugar free or as sugar light as possible. So when my dog Charlotte had cancer, we had to make sure that there was nothing that even converted to sugar in in her diet, because like, people don't realize like pasta converts to sugar, right? So things like that. And so when you have any kind of chronic disease, sugar coming out should be number one, sugar free or sugar light, sugar alternatives are fine. Fruit is usually fine. Consult with, you know, your mental, your, your healthy practitioner to make sure. Um, But essentially, yes, there are foods that can boost your mood and make you feel better and foods that cause inflammation. And when we don't feel good, we, uh, you know, on the outside, we don't feel good on the inside and vice versa. So we want to be doing all the things to make us feel good inside out and outside in as much as possible. I love that. And I, I like the, you know, just kind of breaking it down to alkaline versus acidic. And, you know, we know that sugar is more of that acidic and causing that inflammation. And I would add as well um, to take a look at sugar comes in the form of many different names. In fact, I, I posted up a video not too long ago where I was turning, it said sugar free right on the front, but you turn it around and anything ending in OSE is a sugar added to that product. So we have to be these label detectives, you know, to really um, pay attention to what is going on. Um, What about, are you seeing that kind of same thing too? Oh, absolutely. I'm a crazy label reader because that's the thing. (laughs) As soon as it says gluten-free, sugar-free, fat-free, well, what did they replace? right? What did they put in instead? Yeah, exactly. What did they replace it? It could be so much worse. And so we have to be adamant about reading those labels. And essentially, the more ingredients, the less of a whole food it is. So I'm all about 
whole food plant-based, everyone's like, oh, you're vegan. A vegan can eat Oreos. I'm not going to eat Oreos. I'm whole foods <laughs> plant-based. I want to eat more whole foods and less processed foods. Do I eat a vegan burger at the airport? 100% because it's my only option. Do I eat a vegan burger at home? Very rarely because it's still a processed food. I would much rather have a beet burger or like something I made at home. I eat a lot of rice and veggies. I want the whole food. I want the whole plant. And I don't want to read the ingredients on a list because that means there's probably some crap in it, right? And so the more, you know, if you're going to buy processed food because you know, you're a mom, you're a family, you've got to get a bunch of bulk food, fine. But make sure you have just as much whole food so that the diet is very balanced and you're able to detox the minor ingredients that you might be putting into your body from those processed food. I'm not anti-processed, but I'm low sugar, low processed, and I'm no meat, no dairy. So that's where I am for my body. So figure out what it is for your body and your family, but everyone can do this. And I just want to also say, At some point, eating elitist, I mean, eating healthy in this country became elitist. And it is not, it is still affordable. You just have to learn how to do it. And people think, oh, Whole Foods, whole paycheck. Well, shop somewhere else because you can go to your local farmer's market and get everything that you need at a lot of a cheaper price. And it's figuring Mm -hmm. out how to do that. This world has made it elitist for us to be healthy. And my goal is to make it anti, like my goal is to make it accessible and affordable for everyone. And so you can do this. I just want to say that. And I wanted to go because you are a whole foods plant-based person. So I just wanted, can you give us top three tips on how to afford eating a whole food plant-based diet? Absolutely. Farmer's market. That was number one, right? Local farmer's market. Farmer's market, um, going to the stores and you can, you know, price compare. Like I know, um, I forget the stat, but Walmart and Costco are like, I don't know if you know this, if you know the exact stat, but like one and two, number one and number two purveyors of organic produce, something like that. So Mm -hmm. you can get organic, great produce at Walmart and Costco. So don't think that you have to shop at Whole Foods or whatever the expensive natural grocery store is in your community. Um, You can also buy in bulk. You know, what Mm -hmm. can you buy in bulk? Like rice and grains and things like that so that they can last a long time. There's so much you can do with some rice and beans and quinoa and (laughs) tofu and black beans. And these are all things that you can buy a lot of at those uh, more cost efficient stores. Um, what other tips? Learn how to use spices and seasoning so that everything you make can taste divine. You go to a restaurant and you're like, I could never make it taste as good. Or you look at a recipe. Well, all it probably needs is a couple of spices. So learn the ones that you like that make your food next level delicious because nothing that I eat is plain or boring or anything. People right. are like, oh, you just eat salads all day. And I'm like, I mean, I have a salad as an addition to the delicious plethora of food that I'm eating every day. Right. Like, I eat a lot. I maintain right. my weight, you know. And so, and, and, and I also want to make that clear. Like, we don't eat like rabbits or birds or whatever people, you know, sometimes <laughs> think. And, and I'm not even, and also I want to say I'm not the vegan police. I'm not telling everyone to do this. I'm saying right. this is what absolutely changed my life and works for me. And I know that it helps with healing chronic conditions and doctors um, like Dr. Uh, Michael Greger are right. telling us that this is how to prevent and reverse chronic degenerative disease. And so that's why it's perfect for me. It's not perfect for you. That's okay. But the more plants you eat, the better you're going to feel and the yeah. healthier you're going to be. And it's just going to create sustainable, long lasting changes that you can't even imagine until you just try it, just do it. Right. 
And there's so many, um, Number one, I just want to state that, you know, check out the blue zones. They're highly more whole foods, plant-based. They do add meat into it, into the mix, but the meat is a side. It is not the main, you know, dish. It is a side component of it. Um, The second thing I want to say too is uh, with tips along to making this um, affordable, because that is such a myth of living a healthy lifestyle is expensive. Number one is buy your fruits in season, buy your vegetables in season, learn how to cook with the seasons that you're in. Number um, two is know the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. You know, there are some uh, produce that you don't have to do organic. Me, I do choose to do mostly organic, probably about 90% is organic. But there's some options there. You can go to ewg.org and get the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. And number three, a lot of organic produce in the frozen food section. So, so good for you. And a lot of times has way more nutrients if you're not shopping at your local farmer's market um, because it has been frozen um, with all those nutrients. It's not traveled. It's not lost, you know, stuff. So that's another option to check out as well. Excellent. Could not agree more. Yes. Those are my tips as well. (laughs) We got it. We got it covered. It's a tag team. It's a tag team effort here. I love it. All right. We are at the end of our time. I want to ask one last question of you, and then I'm going to give you the final um, wrap up. So you guys, if you're not seeing it already, scrolling across the bottom of the screen is foodhealsnation.com. If you want to connect with Allison and learn more, that is where you can go. You can get her books. You can get her podcast. Um, all that is through foodhealsnation.com. So I have to ask every guest, what is your number one toxin-free lifestyle tip? Oh, gosh, that's so good. Okay. Number one, toxin-free lifestyle tip. Um, okay, I have two. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll take two. All right. Well, one of them is kind of yours. So your audience probably already knows, but what are the apps that can help you every single day? So like the Think Dirty app, uh, you can literally scan any product in the store and make sure that it's at, you know, a zero to three um, rating. And I know we talked about this on my show, but that is something that I swear by and live by. And what mm-hmm. other apps can you use to help track your daily progress on anything? I love apps. Apps and productivity changed my life. And then uh, the second one, which I mentioned before, but I think this is really important, is if you don't know the perfect diet for you and you're like, food is still a mystery. I've tried this. I've tried Atkins. I've tried gluten-free. I've tried plant-based. I've tried um, keto, whatever it is. And you're like, and I'm still not satisfied. I've done juicing. There's a reason for that. Go get yourself tested at a functional medicine practitioner's office. I recommend Dr. Stephen Cabral, C-A-B-R-A-L. He has the Cabral Concept podcast. He's amazing. Um, Check him out and get your food allergies tested, get your hormones tested. I was deficient in testosterone. Who knew? So all I had to do was take some hormones, um, some cream, rub it on me, Mm -hmm. and then my body started producing it again. But I had no idea, no doctor, no Western medicine doctor ever told me that. But the functional medicine practitioner figured it out and affixed it. So that's my... That's my tip for going toxin-free is you can detox when you know what to detox. <laughs> exactly. And add in all the good when you know what you need to be adding in. Thank you for those tips. And of course, Allison, I want to give you the last moments here to wrap up and give your final thoughts for our audience, please. 
Of course. Well, I mean, my final thoughts are, I truly believe that the body is designed to heal itself when given the tools that it needs to do so. So once you figure out what the tools are, a healing miracle is absolutely possible for you. If you want to keep in touch with me, I'm on Instagram all of the time, Allison Melody TV. If you DM me, I'll answer all your questions. I always have rotating freebies. So um, I have Drop the Food Shame, which is a free course. You can learn all about how to essentially achieve food freedom. So just DM me, I'll send you all my latest freebies and links. And of course, everything's usually at foodhealsnation.com, foodhealspodcast.com will take you right to listen to the show on Apple Podcasts. And I'm a fan of Amy, so I'm always following her work. And (laughs) I appreciate you having me on today, Amy. This has been a blast. I love talking with like-minded people to your amazing audience, how to detox and live your best life. We're so grateful. Thank you so much for all these amazing, wonderful tips and using food as your medicine and and really creating that atmosphere to allow the body to heal itself and do what it innately needs to do and was created to do. Absolutely. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.